Hello again, welcome to another episode of the Arena Market Minute. Today is Friday, June 17th, and this is episode number 139. My name is Justin Hewn. I am your host and the founder and publisher of the Uranium Insider Pro Newsletter, the only investing newsletter that focuses solely on uranium and publishes on a regular monthly basis. As always, nothing that you see or hear in this podcast is intended to be investing advice. I'm not your financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Please always do your own due diligence when it comes to investing and always take responsibility for your own choices. All right. It's great to be back. Um, that was a long week, um, as I'm sure you've noticed been absolutely brutal in the markets. I've been traveling on business, had a great trip, but of course it was underpinned by a very, very volatile uh, market conditions across asset classes. I'm going to go over a couple of things uh, today that I want to share with you with regards to sentiment, with regards to um, the actions that we've seen in the S&P 500, the broad markets, and of course the uranium shares and pretty much everything across the board. Um, it's been a very, very rough week. This was following high inflation numbers that came in on Friday and the expectation that a recession will bring markets down further. Of course, uh, markets are always discounting mechanisms and they tend to price in future expectations ahead of time. So how much more downside is ahead of us? Very difficult to tell, but I wanna share with you a couple of uh, very interesting points with regards to that broad market volatility. Before I do that, a couple of quick announcements. Um, there will not be a market minute on Monday or Tuesday. Monday is a market holiday in the United States. Tuesday, we'll be doing our June members-only webinar for Uranium Insider Pro members. That is June uh, June 21st. That's at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. And that uh, we're very much looking forward to this one. It's not only been an extremely exciting and volatile market, but there's so much happening. There's so much happening in the back end. So much happening in the fuel cycle, some really, really important things that we need to highlight to members um, so that they understand uh, this trade and they understand what to expect going forward. So that will happen on Tuesday. And then I will be back with another Uranium Market Minute on Wednesday. So if you are a member of Uranium Insider Pro, we look forward to seeing you on Tuesday. Um, if you're not there live, that will be recorded and you can play it back from our website on Wednesday. If you aren't a member and you are interested in joining, you can click the link in the description below. We'll send you out a free uh, copy of a previous month's newsletter. You can get an idea about the type of content that we put out. And as always, we go very, very deep into the macro so you can understand really what's going on behind the curtain. And that greatly assists in weathering these volatile times. Okay, so the first thing I want to share with you is a tweet that I think was very, very um, very interesting here. This comes from Jason Getford. He is the founder of Sentiment Trader. More than 90% of stocks in the S&P 500 declined today. So this was yesterday, June 16th. It's the fifth time in the past seven days. Since 1928, there have been exactly zero precedents. This is the most overwhelming display of selling in history. 90% of stocks in the S&P were in the red five times in the past seven days. This has been an extraordinary cascade of selling. Um, I'm going to share one more thing with you that I think is in line with this, and that is the um, the B of A bull and bear uh, sentiment indicator. We've reached zero extreme bearishness. This is a very, very rare signal for us to get this bearish. Typically, when the sentiment is this low, that's a buy signal. Um, when you're extremely bullish, that's a sell signal. That's probably obvious, but if you're not a contrarian trader, if you're new to investing, when everybody is extremely, extremely bearish, then that's typically a time to be buying. And we're at zero. <laughs> we're at zero. This is as low as it gets. 
uh, extreme bearishness here. So people are, are pricing in kind of the end of the world here. And typically what happens is we'll at least see a counter trend rally come off of sentiment levels this low. However, uh, volumes are low. The uranium shares are trading like soggy paper bags. So it's very difficult to see a rally coming here. But of course, that sentiment is exactly what can lead to a rally and be a low volume rally when the sellers are just exhausted. That's kind of what it feels like here. All right, let's get into the daily scoreboard. Then we'll run through the charts. And I have a couple of very interesting things to point out in the mailbag section, one pertaining to the nuclear fuel cycle um, and another uh, pertaining to just the levels uh, that we are seeing at in terms of valuation. All right. First of all, uh, U308 sitting at 45.87 a pound mid-market, down over $5 since the last market minute, which was one week ago, Friday the, um, Friday the 11th or the 10th, excuse me, down over $5. It's been chopping around on very, very low volume. And now we have Sprott at a pretty heavy discount to NAV. Um, and they have been buying a little bit of uranium, but generally speaking, when Sprott goes to that discount to NAV, it, it, the last couple of times that it cycled down, it cycled down a little bit more extremely. And we've seen the price come in a bit in the spot market, really nothing to be concerned about, as you will hear in the mailbag section. Over the last five trading days, Sprott did not issue any new units, did not raise any money, but they did buy an additional 500,000 pounds of uranium. They closed yesterday at an extremely large discount to NAV of 13.8%. They now hold 56.5 million pounds. The total NAV of SPUT sits at 2.78 billion. They have 80 million in cash in their treasury. SPUT has now acquired year to date 15.1 million pounds of uranium and raised 838 million in new capital. That's a lot of money. Turning to the ETFs, over the last five trading days, URA reported redemptions equal to 1.32 million shares well, curiously, URNM reported no change in outstanding shares through this sell-off. Interesting. Um, URA redemptions gave rise to 17.9 17 million in selling. That's a decent amount of selling, folks, and selling on the margin is really what can hurt us here. So clearly, we had some of that flywheel effect working against us over the past five trading days. Uh, trading action today was pretty flat, pretty boring, not really a whole lot happening there. The S&P at least closed slightly up. Some of the uranium shares were up, some were down, but pretty, uh, pretty lifeless in my opinion. Over the last five trading days, however, the uranium sector has been savaged. There's no other way to put it. Uh, there's been no positive flows into the sector. The sellers have been selling with great, more, great deal more urgency than the buyers with recession fears. Okay, so why don't we go ahead and take a look at the charts. URA down a tiny amount today, 0.68%. However, with the S&P up, it did underperform again. And we've seen with these very, very sharp sell-offs over the past few months that the uranium shares tend to have some outsized beta to the broad markets, selling off a bit more than even the broad markets. And when things turn, they turn pretty hard to the upside, but the downside is just an extremely volatile sector in both directions. Uh, URA has now broken down below this uh, lower trend line of this accumulation cylinder. How long will it stay there is the important point to make here. We are now sitting and making a triple bottom barely from the lows of last month and the lows of January. If we lose this, we are just a short about, uh, let's see, gosh, we're about a 10% drop down to the lows of August last year. I'll talk about that a bit more in the mailbag section. 
Looking at URNM relative to the S&P, so uh, more simply stated, a basket of uranium miners relative to the broad markets. We are still in the uptrend. We have pulled back almost to that trend line again, as I highlighted um, last month, as I highlighted previously on the pullback in February. Every time we pulled back at or near this trend line, historically speaking, that's been a strong buying opportunity. Will that be the case again? We will have to see. Sprott Physic Uranium Trust um, closing slightly down today, almost flat on the day. Some dip buyers definitely came in. And with the spot price dropping towards the end of the day, um, it's likely we closed that discount to NAV by a few percentage points here. This looks like a bottoming candle, in my opinion. And this thing has been absolutely chopped down over the past week and a half. Cameco, probably one of the stronger charts in the sector, still higher over last month, uh, making a higher low. We didn't make a higher high on that, on that uh, counter trend rally, but we are still down below that 200-day moving average, which is starting to turn over. Trading below a declining 200-day moving average is the essential classical definition of a bear market. Uh, these 20% pullbacks that, that, that sometimes could lead to the defining of a bear market um, uranium 20% pullback in uranium is nothing. So I tend to look at the long-term moving averages. And in this case, that's the 200 day. Now we did lose the 200 day back in January and February, but it was still rising and we regained it relatively quickly. This is looking a bit more negative. So that means we've got a bit more downside, uh, in store likely. Um, although I do want to highlight that we are seeing, um, decent divergence in the RSI and some of the other stocks, NextGen for, in particular, one of the other large caps in the sector, um, has been particularly brutalized over the past week and a half here. But I'm noting a very, very strong uh, positive divergence in the RSI. And I believe that um, we could see a bounce here across the sector. Looking at the uranium miners relative to the spot price. Now, U.UN is the Sprott Physical Uranium Trust. It is trading still at a discount to NAV, but for all intents and purposes, let's just say that's the spot price. And these, this is a basket of uranium miners. We have been chopping sideways to slightly down for months, uh, for three, four months here when it comes to the miners relative to the metal. And the metal has been in a decent uptrend for the year with a lot of volatility as well. So we have yet to really see the sector break back out again. It does look, in my opinion, and this, like I said last week, this is a bit of a stretch here, but possibly this is a bit of an inverse head and shoulders pattern for the miners relative to the metal. However, of course, we are pretty beholden to the broad markets here, and those continue to be weak, but we're getting it to pretty oversold levels here. All right, mailbag section. I want to go ahead and highlight a couple of things here that I think are worth pointing out. First of all, URA, we are almost back to levels seen in August 21 when the price of uranium was $15 a pound lower. The sector has had a significant pullback, and I know that it's difficult to stomach. I know that if you're long, it's difficult to see paper losses. I know that a lot of you, judging by the selling, have sold out, and you know what? That's totally fine. That makes a market, and I get it. Um, relative to what has happened since last August, it's astounding to see these valuations. And I, I know for a fact that there are some very, very intelligent investors that are starting to position long here, noting the unbelievably positive fundamentals and the fact that we are now at 50% discounts 
from the November highs. Yes, you heard that correct. This is a half off sale. We're going to talk about this in depth in the webinar on Tuesday, but I figured it was worth noting here. This is a 50% off sale um, with the fundamentals only improving. So if you have a long-term outlook for this, in my opinion, one of the most important, if not the most important, let's call it a skill because it is a skill when it comes to investing. One of the most important skills uh, when it comes to investing, especially fundamental investing, is patience. If you have a time frame that is undefined, let's say, of course, you can't say, oh, this thesis will eventually work out 30 years from now. Let's not be ridiculous here. But if you, if you need something to move in a certain direction in a six-month time period, not only is this not the sector for you, but investing probably isn't for you, period. Uh, you, you have to trade either technicals and look at only price and have very, very strict rules. If you're trading technically, you have to live and die by those rules and you're gonna lose half the time. Um, in theory, your winners outpace your losers. That's how it goes with technical trading. Um, it's not guaranteed, charts are no guarantees. And for the most part, they show what's already happened, not what's about to happen. But there are plenty of very successful technical traders. I've done it plenty in my life. I still do it to some extent with other accounts. But, uh, you know, my bread and butter and where I have most of my investable wealth is in fundamental investments. And a decent chunk of that is in uranium. Not all of it, but a decent chunk. If you have capital, and this, is, this has been one of my uh, biggest lessons as an investor, and this is something that I've largely grown out of, you have to have flexible timeframes for fundamental investments. So if you are putting money in now, and you're saying, uh, the fundamentals look fantastic. It's only a matter of time before this moves. I, I expect to double my money in six to eight months. That's, you're going to lose. Okay. You're going to lose every time because what happens is you get squeezed by the time pressure and the need to pull that money out by X date, and you can't weather through the volatility. So patience, having patience and having an, an unspecified time frame. Now, with that said, I do expect this to be a very strong market. And I expect this to be somewhere around a two to three, possibly even more year run um, from here. That's from here. Okay. And does that mean it's two years before it turns around? No, honestly, I expect this to turn around in a matter of months, but um, you have to have flexibility with your timeframes and you have to have patience. These are absolutely essential. So to bring that back to the first point of this mailbag section was we are now sitting at uh, prices for many of the equities that they were at in August of last year. That was before Sput started buying. That was before Sput purchased over 30 million pounds. In fact, I think they're close to 35 million pounds here since inception. That was with uranium in the low 30s. Now we're at 45 a pound. We've been as high as uh, in, into the 50s. Um, uh, we have, what else did we have? We have the, the launch of ANU Energy in Kazakhstan, another physical uranium trust. We have... Uh, Sprott taking over URNM. We have URNM and URA launching in the UK. We have Japanese uh, restarts accelerating pace. We have China doubling down on their, on, their, uh, on their plan to build out 200 gigawatts by 2035. Oh my gosh, I could just keep going. Um, we have the talk of keeping Diablo Canyon online. We have the, the most left-leaning state in the entire country that has been historically anti-nuclear um, turning course and potentially adding nuclear and, or excuse me, keeping Diablo Canyon on. These are huge, huge developments. Yet we are at prices that are almost back. And in some cases are back to the lows of last year. 
This, in my opinion, if you are still adding, if you have capital to deploy, or if you are new to the investment, is an opportunity of a lifetime. There's a recent interview with Rick Rule um, done by Jake Ducey from the I Love Prosperity channel. That uh, He just published that yesterday. That was recorded earlier last week. Rick can almost not sit still in his chair. He's practically salivating. He is so incredibly bullish on uranium and excited about the sale. He is praying for a sale. Now, I understand if you are fully committed in terms of your funds that nobody wants to see more paper losses. I don't, uh, of course, even though I'm not fully committed here. Um, in terms of my uranium alloc allocation, I am, but it's not the only thing I own, okay? I always have some cash on the sidelines, even though my uranium allocation is technically fully invested here. Um, if you have capital to deploy lower prices for something that you believe in and something that you believe will go much, much higher in a mid to long-term timeframe is a good thing. And this is something that you know when Rick says it, he believes it. And here is why he believes it. Everybody has heard Rick's story about Paladin, but I'm going to tell it again because I think it's worth repeating here. Rick started buying Paladin. Uh, if I recall correctly, it might have been 2001, 2002. Um, I could probably look at a chart here and tell you exactly, but it doesn't really matter. He bought it at 10 cents. The shares were 10 cents. Over the ensuing 12 to 18 months, the shares dropped from 10 cents, 9 cents, 8 cents, 7 cents. They dropped all, of, all the way down to one penny. And he held on to that initial position. But he did add on the way down. He continued to double, triple, quadruple down on that position because he believed in the thesis. He knew where the commodity was going to go after it had just gone through a brutal bear market like we did in the later part of the last decade. So Paladin went from, it bottomed out at a penny. And you, you look at these old charts, you said Paladin went from one penny to $9.85. It's like, well, nobody bought it at a penny and sold it at 9.85, 100% true. Nobody did that, okay? Rick bought it at 10 cents. He averaged down all the way down to a penny, okay? Then Paladin went to just under $10 in less than three years time. Now he tells, he tells when he tells the story, he always says, did I sell out way too early? Absolutely. I sold too early. Did I make enough money that still puts a smile on my face every time I think about it? 100%. Who knows? He won't say exactly when he sold. Maybe he sold at $5, $6, $7.50. Either way, his conviction was there and he took advantage of a declining price of something he believed in and he held through it. That is one investment that Rick always talks about because the conviction had to have been there. Otherwise, he would have been shaken out. 90% paper losses, okay? I know some of us are sitting at 50% paper losses. If you, if you came to this thesis and went all in in October and November of last year, you're down about 50%. Hopefully you didn't. If you had taken our recommendations and entered in tranches, you're likely down much less and hopefully you took advantage of some of the low prints. Maybe that was in January or February. Maybe that's right now. But this is to say that we have never been more bullish on this sector and we are simply in this period of time where we are beholden to the broad markets that are weak for the time being. Okay, one more piece I want to add for the mailbag section I think is really interesting. China General Nuclear, CGN, trades on the Hong Kong exchange. They are a major player in the uranium fuel cycle. They have signed a long-term contract for 2023 to 2025 delivery, three-year contract, 40% fixed, 60% spot, and the fixed portion of the contract was over $60 a pound. 
Okay. I believe it was $61 and change. Don't have it right in front of me. So that's the fixed price for delivery starting next year. Okay. And that's 40% of the contract. Why did they sign for 60% spot reference? Why do you think they expect the prices to be higher than $60 next year? So do I. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened even sooner than that. This is a big deal. Looking at UXC's reported pricing for the uranium fuel cycle, these are month end prices for the end of May. These prices only publish at the end of the month. Three year forward pricing, 53.50. Five year forward, 56.50 a pound. Long term, 49.50. Yet, CGN signs a long term contract fixed at $61 with 60% of the contract referenced to the spot price. That's what's going on in the back end, folks. And um, we're about to see an absolute explosion in this market um, this year. And we are simply in a downdraft, caught in a downdraft across all markets, including uh, uranium. That's where we're at. That's, uh, that's the case. And nothing is fundamentally broken about this thesis. So I hope that uh, you did okay this week. Hopefully you have some cash to deploy and um, it should be a very, very exciting summer going forward here. And we're extremely excited about this sector more so than ever. All right. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great weekend. As I mentioned, we will not be here Monday or Tuesday due to the holiday and due to the members only webinar on Tuesday. If you are a member, I look forward to chatting with you on Tuesday, answering some questions and uh, geeking out on uranium for a couple of hours. All right. Be well. Have a great weekend. Cheers.